Hello, this is Rabbi David Baden. Uh, we begin tonight a new series, a series of Shurim in Medicine in Halakha. Discussion of the various different laws that apply to medicine. Uh, and when I say medicine, I'm not restricting myself just to the, tr- the Western medicine that we're familiar with, but also extending it to the various different complementary and alternative medicines that exist. There are a number of different laws that apply in general regarding refuah, regarding the idea of, of, again, a doctor or someone preparing, preparing or doing any sort of curative. And there are also very specific laws depending on the type of medicine we're talking about. Now, understand that the gamut of medical types of procedures that exist today are probably far more than any of our uh, least recent, meaning last couple hundred years, ancestors have seen. Uh, A lot of new and various different forms of therapies have been introduced, be them through Western thought or through Eastern thought. Some of the sources of this medicine uh, are of questionable nature, and therefore we have to investigate what they are, how they work, where they're from exactly, and in fact, do in fact these medicines uh, attract or, um, or contact into any areas uh, that would be considered to be, God forbid, of the Zarah, in other words, idol worship, or various other forms of, uh, again, of, of negative types of, uh, in other words, of uh, things that would go against our Torah and our way of approaching things. Now, if we're going to discuss anything about uh, refuah, about medicine and halakha, I think that there is no question that we always have to start with the Rambam, Maimonides, uh, being for us uh, not just the forefather of codifying of Jewish law, but also being uh, perhaps one of the most famous, and historically speaking, of uh, medical doctors in our Jewish history. Of course, there were and are many in history and present day. Uh, the idea of rabbis and medicine going together uh, is not a foreign concept, uh, not then and not now. But again, to do justice to anything, we certainly have to be looking at the Rambam. Now, in this particular class, meaning we're going to be looking at a few different sections of the Rambam, different laws of the Rambam, again, just to get a picture of the importance of health and medicine uh, in Judaism, and that it is in fact a fundamental part of uh, our service of our Creator. In the future classes, God willing, uh, we're going to be looking a little bit more in detail in terms of law, not just in the general aspects of health, but we're going to get very specific, and that is laws, for example, for a doctor in terms of the things he can do and can't do on Shabbat. We're going to be looking at the various, again, as I said, the various modalities of medicine, and we're going to be looking at modern Chuvot, uh, works of Ramosha Feinstein, works of Harold Yosef, works of various different Gedolim, uh, in other words, of our present time and also the past time, in order to be able to get a perspective on how we behave both as a consumer of medical services and also as a provider. So this class is certainly uh, should be of interest to both the patient and to the doctor, uh, and I think in general to all of us to really get a good perspective on uh, what is the halakha in medicine. So to start with, let's go ahead and we'll take a look at the fourth parak in Eot. Now this is in the Ad Chazakah, this is in the... Laws of the Rambam, also versus the Mishnah Torah, 
in the fourth parak in Hichol uh, Deot, which is in Sefer Mada. And there he, the Rambam, goes to talk about all various different uh, laws and, and so forth regarding medicine. In fact, he gives us an entire plan of how to run our life, uh, in other words, in a healthy manner. Now again, I'm not, we're not necessarily going to look at every single law this evening, but we're going to look at a number of them, to, again, to just get a good perspective uh, as, to, uh, as to what was expected and is expected of us by the Chachamim. So now again, fourth parak, beginning the first halacha. Now, having a body which is healthy and is complete, this also is from one of the paths, in other words, of Sirat. Because it's impossible for a person that he should understand or he should under, or should know any matter of the understandings and knowledge of the Creator that he if he is sick. When a person is debilitated, when a person is uh, has been affected in any way as far as his body or his mind, it's going to make it difficult to impossible for him to be able to contemplate and comprehend the the depths and the understandings of God. It's interesting to note that the Rambam, <coughs> excuse me, as far as where he fits into the grand perspective of medicine, is he he exists sort of at a interesting crossing point where modern medicine begins to develop. Historically, we know we have Hippocrates who becomes one of the, in other words, great founders of our Western medicine, its beginnings in Greek medicine, with his various principles, in fact, the Rambam commentary on the word. Following that, you have Galen. And this is, uh, Galen becomes sort of like the, the, the open Shulchan Aruch, the open work of, of Jewish law, so to speak, in this case, of, of medical principles, that was in the time of the Rambam. Now, the important thing about the Rambam, and the important thing about what goes on now in relationship to Galen, is Galen is the first one to begin to make the differentiation, meaning the separation between the mind and the body, as being two separate entities, where the body not necessarily affecting the mind, or the mind not necessarily affecting the body. And Galen takes this approach, in other words, of experimentation and so forth, which becomes the forefront and father to what becomes modern Western medicine. In fact, he, it's attributed to him the concept of researching medicine. Now, Galen in that path continues. Now, the Rambam, again, is at that moment when things are moving towards the experimental stage and this separation of mind and body. Rambam, in fact, uh, decides that this is not necessarily the path to go on. Now, he doesn't reject in any way uh, the entirety of Galen, but rather he embraces the older concept of the mind and body being unified, and therefore the ability for the body to affect the mind and the mind to the body, and much of the Rambam's writings, in fact, reflect this. Here also we see now in the Halakha, where the Rambam is explaining to us the concept that if we are to go ahead and not have a healthy body, it's going to affect our mental faculties, and therefore it's going to affect our ability to be able to comprehend and understand the greatness of God and the various other issues which the Rambam has already described in earlier chapters as being an absolute necessity for every Jew. Now, given that's the case, 
<coughs> we understand why it's so critical, therefore, health from the perspective of the idea of understanding God. Now, obviously, it goes without saying that if a person's health is debilitated and then he is incapable of performing the mitzvot, that, of course, without any question, that he has, of course, now created even a deeper issue for himself. Now, understand, of course, that one's ability to perform a mitzvah, in other words, is based also on his ability to be healthy. If a person is not healthy and incapable of performing a mitzvah, so very often the case is, he becomes pator, meaning he is no longer obligated to perform the mitzvah. Therefore, perhaps this is why the Rambam leaves out the idea of actual application, meaning performance, in terms of health. But nevertheless, the reason why I'm saying he left it out is because of the fact that if a person is, again, sick, and he's not able to capable of doing it, it's left, in other words, with him not able to do it, and therefore he's put to If that's the case, right, in other words, when you have that situation, he says, of course we want to try and avoid it, but therefore, in other words, we can't attack it from that direction. But on the other hand, having the right ashkafa, the right mindset, the right approach to God, is something tadir we have to constantly have within our mind. And really, there's no excuse for anything whatsoever that kept that. And not only that, we see for, therefore, how much more clearly that health itself is part of the actual maaseh, the actual action, meaning the active form of fulfilling the commandments related to knowing God, knowing your Creator, and fulfilling the various different mitzvot, another one who our Creator is, and yira of love and awe of God. So these become directly related to the actual fulfillment of the commandment. Again, therefore, we can again you see again how the Rambam brings together that synthesis of mind and body. therefore, given everything we've just said. In other words, that sickness will prevent the person from actually being able to perform. Meaning that not only that prevents, but therefore becomes part of the actual fulfillment. In other words, of, of, in other words, of the idiot, of the knowledge of God. Therefore, a person has to make an effort to distance himself from anything which is going to cause any sort of loss in other words, any sort of sickness, any sort of deficiency, in other words, within the body. And therefore, he has to, on the flip side of that also, accustom himself to act in a fashion which is going to be conducive to his health and his ability to be able to, therefore, form the mitzvah, which is through his mind, in other words, of knowing the Creator, and again, those are a separate set of laws. But the key here is we're trying to delve out and understand the obligation for maintaining health. The Elohim. Now these are the things that the Rambam brings as are the foremost things that we should have in our mind as far as the concept of maintaining health in order to be able to know and understand God. The Elohim. Le'olam lo yuchaladam So, Always, a person should keep in mind that he should never eat except when he's hungry. A very simple concept, something which has become quickly uh, lost in the big picture of our world. Uh, something where, uh, in fact, it's been embraced to the point where sometimes the idea of food as nourishment is lost. I, by the way, for those who are familiar with the term apikoris, which you have heard in various different uh, shim or formats, Regarding the concept of somebody we say is an apikoris, somebody which is, in other words, usually is translated as somebody denying Torah, somebody who is going against the Torah. But the definition as brought down by the Yechin in Boaz, in the Perush, which we find in the Mishnayot, in this case in Sanhedrin, explains that apikoris 
is from the Lushan, from the language of the Greek of Epicure. Another concept of an Epicurean, uh, which for those of you who are with Greek philosophy, has to do with running after entertainment, running after the pleasures of life as being the only purpose in life. So, in fact, the concept of an Apicorus, as understood in that Mishnah, as being one of the things which prevents a person from having the world to come, is really talking about a person who's running and his entire life in order to be able to embrace and run after entertainment, to run after just the simple idea of fulfillment of one's desire for pleasure, and not after the greater aspects of what it means to be being, which is to be a servant leader. So, this first piece of advice, I don't think anybody could ever possibly think of anything, uh, that uh, if we're going to pick one thing to be the beginning, and of course the Rambam being the master is telling us, don't eat unless you're hungry. And one should not drink unless he's thirsty. Now, <coughs> certainly, by the way, in both of these cases, we're dealing with a person beginning from a state of health. It's certainly possible that a person, as a result of, God forbid, different maladies that have occurred to him in his life, he finds himself now in a condition where, as a result of the sickness that he has, his ability for his body to regulate and to demand its needs has been altered. God forbid, for example, someone who is undergoing chemotherapy, very often no longer has any form of appetite, and therefore sustenance they need in order to be able to live. So therefore the advice he's giving us here, uh, very clearly from the Ramam, is talking about when our systems are normal. So there is something to be said about going ahead, in other words, when we are not in a normal state, I mean, we've become so imbalanced, perhaps by the excesses we've already had in the past, uh, or various against sicknesses, to go ahead and count calories and to look at the various different health properties of foods in order that what we should know exactly when and what we should be eating and drinking. Now, I'd like to put this as an aside, and again, in future classes, we're going to be looking at various different topics. So one of those topics, for example, is can a person in fact diet? You know, there is a concept that a person is not allowed to cause himself pain and suffering. And I can tell you that uh, being hungry is not exactly a good feeling. Uh, now, being that's the case, though, nevertheless, when we look at those laws, you'll see there are, of course, things that mitigate it, such as one's health. So, <clears throat> so along those lines, continually where the Rambam left off, the second thing is, is that a person should not detain himself from relieving himself, even for a single moment. There is a concept that the body knows what it's doing. In other words, it takes in the good food, it absorbs that food and makes use of what's good for it, and it removes what's called the pisolet, meaning the aspects which is the hus and the improper and the notwithstanding what we don't need, and it removes it and gets rid of it from our body. So we're talking about toxins and various things that our doesn't want inside. So to hold them in longer is something which then is going to negative effect on our health. He says, Any time a person needs to relieve himself, uh, in other words, in this case, number one, or number two, he should immediately, in other words, stand up and go and take care of his needs. Uh, in fact, there are various different laws, very specific laws, which again, we're not getting into every detail in this particular, that are affected by one's uh, needs. For example, certainly if a person has to relieve himself, then he is in fact not able to pray at that time. Now, there are various different details about this law. The understanding is, is that once a person sits, 
uh, that the contents is in his body and therefore ready to leave and therefore is considered as if it's already there. And therefore is something means his ability to be a or to serve God. Their mind and heart and soul that we offer in our next halakha bet. Also, again, a critical advice uh, that for any reason. A person should make a point not to eat to the point of but rather what a person should do is leave a fourth, meaning, in other words, fill himself three-fourths and leave one-fourth uh, still hungry. In other words, not having reached the point of... a person, in other words, accustoms himself to eat to fullness, he is going to, in fact, eat the more that his, in other words, hunger him, because, in fact, the body becomes accustomed to what our habits are. And therefore, if we habitually become people who, again, are completely satiated, therefore the body becomes accustomed to that, and it therefore expands on, in fact, it therefore will indicate to us when we're full, meaning we eat. So the more you eat to fullness, the more you'll end up consuming. So during the meal, a person should, in fact, not drink a lot of liquids. Rather, he should only drink a little bit, and the Rambam suggests that this should, in fact, be mixed with wine. Uh, the idea is, is that wine has a certain effect on the digestive system to help it go ahead and digest and move food along. And therefore, the Rambam is telling us it's good advice to go ahead and have that. <coughs> now, certainly, again, uh, modern climates and temperaments and so forth, whether or not uh, we should, in fact, be drinking uh, wine at every single meal or things like that. And again, he is not talking about drinking straight wine, but rather mixing health. And again, the point is that a person shouldn't overact again one's systems of able to react to this concept of being full empty. Therefore, what a person has is after he's finished eating, and the, the food then begins to be digested within a person's gut. And what he does, he drinks then what is necessary for him to drink. He doesn't overindulge at that time in water either. In fact, a person in general shouldn't overindulge even in water. In other words, in fact, all the food is digested for fine. I know that a lot of diets today talk about, in other words, drink a lot of water. Uh, the actual goal is to drink the right amount of water, and anything in excess is not something positive. The Ramam also tells us the importance that when it comes time for eating, that a person and he should check himself very carefully in order to see whether or not he, in fact, actually has to relieve himself. And what a person should do, therefore, is that he shouldn't eat until he has gone ahead and he has taken care of his needs. And also, in addition, what else a person should do, and he should have his body get started, meaning warm up. He begins to warm up. So what he should do is, do is, is again, either walk around a little bit, either be involved in some... Or a person should go ahead and, again, be involved in anything else. In other words, that a person doesn't start off cold. Just like a person goes up before a race or before exercising, so also when it comes to eating, the Ramam is telling us, it's important to go ahead and to prepare our bodies, in other words, even for the conceal, by, by not, again, immediately eating upon waking, but rather giving our body a chance to get moving. The general principle of all of this is person, therefore, what? That he should go ahead and he should, in other words, take his body a little bit, meaning he should go ahead and, in other words, 
his body started, in other words, hold back from eating right away, and therefore he spends a little bit of time in the morning doing something first. And then what he does is he rests at, after this, again, getting warm. In other words, just the spirit should be settled within him, and then he eats. And it's also positive, the Raman tells us, to have, again, some sort of uh, warm wash. As obviously in our days, a shower or a bath, something along these lines. And then wait a little bit, and then... Again, the, the point of the shiur is not necessarily to start becoming a class, in other words, on the Rambam's concepts, aspect of our life, as to what we should do, but the point that the Rambam does, in fact, do that. Meaning that he, in his halachic work, meaning in his work on Jewish law, and what's required of us, he takes the time to go ahead and write a number, in other words, in this case, an entire chapter on the concept, but in fact, the laws preceding and following, <coughs> there are a number of different sections where specifically the Rambam addresses the concepts, in other words, of health, and living healthy, eating healthy, acting healthy, and so forth and so on, and what is in fact healthy for a person, for his body, and importantly, for his mind. So it's the fact that the Rambam took the time out to do this emphasizes to us the importance of health and maintaining health, in other words, within the framework of Torah. In fact, that just to get a little bit idea of what follows in terms of the Rambam, so the Rambam therefore then goes ahead and he gives us advice on what side to eat on. He then goes ahead and tells us as far as sleep. So, for example, in this Halakha Dalit, he says he mentions the fact that there's 24 hours in the day, and it's, a, it's enough that a person should sleep 8 hours, meaning one-third of, of that time. And he mentions to us that that time ideally should be in the end of the evening time. So, therefore, when he, end of the evening, meaning the 8 hours are up, he, in fact, is getting up, in this particular case, uh, right before, in other words, before sunrise. So he's rising with the first lights uh, before the actual sunrise has occurred, so that he can therefore then pray with the sunrise, called nights, and so forth. Um, he talks about advice, for example, of how one should sleep. Uh, in other words, the idea that a person shouldn't sleep on his face or his back, but rather on his sides. He talks about the various different aspects that a person should begin his night on his left side, and at the end switch to his right side. Uh, and these have various effects on the organs within the body, and from the sources, the Rambam is pulling this from uh, health and the ability of the body to digest the foods that are still left within the... And then he gives various different advice regarding foods uh, that a person should eat, uh, again, numerous different details within this chapter. Things we should stay away from, things that we should embrace. All of these various pieces of advice, um, again, the, the key here is, again, not what's necessarily being given. Now, it ha there is a question as to how much of this advice is required for us to be observed. For example, in a situation where Western medicine is at odds with what we see here, various different forms of medicine that we're embracing or following, which again is something we'll be talking about, <clears throat> whether or not the advice and system that's brought here in the Ramam is right or not required. This is a matter of contention among various different postgim. And there is a concept that Mishtanea Teva, that various different things over the nature of man and the nature of beasts. And therefore, we have to look at the, the Mumchim, the experts of our generation, to understand clearly what would be the best from a health perspective. And properties of foods are different depending on what region they're grown in, what soils, and in fact, uh, the various different aspects of the food, uh, the fish, and all the various other aspects change based again on the regions. 
uh, and the region that a person lives and so forth. If you're going to be eating fish in mass consumption uh, today in America uh, and you're pregnant, then the doctors will tell you, you know, you shouldn't do that because of the poison tips to be able to eat. Uh, and again, and so forth. So things do change, if not internally, but externally. So again, that wasn't the key here, but the point that he spends time. Uh, then, so for the Rambam also brings down, he says that one of the most important concepts is that for a person's digestive system is working properly, and therefore a person should be concerned. Um, and then continues on to also discuss the ideas of how we properly wash, uh, our cells and so forth. Talks about certain performance of medical procedures, which we don't necessarily see that often today, but in fact actually are beginning to become present in Western, fact, are available, again, on some of the alternative and complementary textile scenes. So this is, for example, the concept of uh, bloodletting. Uh, a person should be uh, careful not to constantly let blood. And he should only do so, in fact, when there is a dire need to do so. There is a general concept that the body uh, it has a state of health in the way that it was uh, granted by God, and only when the sense when there is an imbalance uh, should we be looking to various different procedures. Uh, in other words, regulated through the daily practices that a person should be doing. And in fact, that's up to this point is why practices is being the key to the. Only now he begins to discuss issues concerning, in other words, various different uh, medicine in order to be able again be able to adjust balance within the person in order to health. Um, Along those lines, the Ram also talks, and he is not shy about the fact that he discusses issues regarding concepts of sexual health as well, that there is the proper time and place and means by which this is, in fact, they, again, as the halachot actually dictate, uh, to produce a pattern which is both healthy psychologically and physically for both the husband and for the wife. A previous halakha, the Rambam also stresses the concept, for example, that when a person is looking involved in, uh, in relations, about the right mindset that one should have, that even though there might be, in fact, some sort of some sort of um, medical benefit in the various different acts, but he talks about the importance of embracing uh, its concept and its purpose for the more lofty children, be that for the mutual gratification of one's need, in order to be able to draw closer in one's service, uh, through having, again, having one's body being healthy and ready to serve in the proper fashion, both in body and mind. The Rambam, in fact, tells us that if a person accustoms himself, according out, meaning that he makes a regular health regimen part of his life, he says to you that you should be sure that you're not going to find yourself being sick. Now, again, the Rambam is not writing, in his writings, uh, words, just, it's not a health manual. So when he says, And by the way, we're on the 20th halakha, for anybody that might be looking to look in the future. He says, I'm, it's, I'm telling you, if you follow according to what I have written up to this point, and in fact, he uses the language of hora, meaning that he has dictated as halakha, in other words, the concept of being careful about one's health and following in a pattern of healthy living, I'm telling you, you're not going to become sick. Call you until you, in your entire lifetime, until you become very aged, and then comes the proper time for mass, and you will know no need for a doctor. Now, what I'm saying to you that nothing is frivolous is understand, the Rambam is telling you that if you live your life in a healthy fashion, meaning without excess, without deficiency as well, meaning in the middle path, 
when it comes to serving the Creator through one's daily activities. And this is a key point. But it's about being healthy in order to understand our Creator and serve our Creator. That if that becomes the focal point of one's healthy living, that he's doing it, L'Shem Shemayim, for the sake of heaven, that he's doing it in the ways that have been laid out here, meaning creating a pattern of healthy living and health within his life, that he's going to not going to be needing a doctor. That the idea of sickness being attracted, coming to him and during his, in other words, within off, so that he will maintain his health and he will stand in his state of health his entire day, the only exception the Ram says is that if a person has congenital problems, meaning if from the time of birth, in fact, has various different defects that will send the person towards it. Now, the idea here is, again, the, every person is created with his particular mission, with his particular obligations. Now, of course, the Torah as a whole is our obligation. But within the framework of the Torah, each and every one of us, individually, has what we are, matim, has what we are, in other words, in fact, um, in other words, our natural inclinations and tendencies too. Some people are speakers. Some people are not great speakers. Some people are teachers. Some people are not teachers. Strong, some people tend to be weak. God creates each and every one of us, state that we're in, in order so that we him from where we are now, meaning who and what are at this moment. Not necessarily like to be or what we could be, but who we are right now. Meaning that's our challenge. So even though a person might be born with, again, with congenital defects and therefore find himself in need of doctors, even if he's following the patterns of health that the Ramam is telling us about, the concept is, is that that is part of his own particular challenge in life in the service of God. That for whatever reason, God decided that he should create that person with these particular or these particular anomalies, uh, or benefits for that matter, in order so that that person should use that state as the place from which he should serve God. That this is in fact what is in his soul that needs change. Not that God forbid we're pointing and saying this problem and that problem. No, that rather that this soul that he has needs to go through these challenges in life in order to be able to reach its state of perfection. And that becomes our individual challenge for each and every one of us. Take our life as it's been given to us, from where it is, and bring it to the perfect state that we can in our service of God. That is what God is asking of us. The other option, of course, is if a person goes ahead and he breaks with the concept of health and uh, consumes alcohol and abuses around him, then, of course, he's going to cause damage. Once damage is caused, then, of course, he opens himself once again. If a person did something wrong in their life, just like when we talk about following the Torah, there's an idea of tshuva, of repentance. You're also in health. Although, just like everything, there is, of course, what to pay. Meaning, even when we go back and we return, sometimes we need to clean, in other words, in our lives what we've done wrong, to clean up that which has been made. Same thing when we've got But here also, remember, it's where you are now that success can start from. Therefore, if this is where you are now, and you've taken it upon yourself now to be healthy, now to serve God, through again being in the right uh, condition to do so, expected of us, and we can therefore pray and hope that the Baruch will see our efforts, a uh, complete recovery, in other words, for again, either our congenital or our else. Or, of course, when in any case there could be, in other words, again, some sort of damage to us, massive plagues, massive droughts, uh, and so forth. All these things are in, again, unbalancing the human being to the painting oneself in the hell balance.
again. And it can never be used as an excuse. And sometimes we are not able to act that we're not at our fullest sense of health. And fine, then that's not for us to ask a shela. You ask a question of a rabbi, whether or not you should be doing it. challenges to accept that and to move forward and to embrace that which you can do to its fullest. And therefore bring success to yourself, to your soul. Now, the Roman continues regarding the person who's sick, who is sick. Everything which you've talked about, these positive behaviors, the only person who should be performing them is you know, following the pattern we've discussed, is somebody who is healthy. If a person is sick or one of his limbs are sick, or for again, who has abused himself over time, then what happens? His path, the things that he needs to do to get himself into a regimen of health, are going to be as we find within the medical texts. Therefore, also introduced that in fact to keep that when there are differences uh, with these different cycles, uh, that life, that this is a good doctor. Any place that there is no doctor. Therefore, whether a person, if a person, of course, doesn't have access to know what to do, what happens, therefore, is he should, therefore, face what we said and do his best in those particular situations. The Ramana has us another halakha, which is interesting. And this is actually going to look at this evening from the Ramana. And this is, again, how important the concept of medicine is within the framework of life. Kol ir bo elu, any city which does not have these ten things, a Tamil Chacham, one who is learning Torah, and again, when it comes to this aspect, every person should see themselves as a Tamil Chacham, as a Torah, who is somebody who values his life and values his service of God, he's not allowed to live in that place. And he begins to list them, and the very first thing that the Rambam lists for us is Rofe, is in fact a doctor. In other words, that even though we understand that we're living our life to avoid medicine, that we're living our life to, in the right and proper fashion, we nevertheless have to have the various different things within our going to allow us to be able to properly, in other words, gain our health or adjust our health in the face of sickness. The Rambam actually then continues in various other services. V'uman, meaning somebody who is a professional in the concept of bloodletting. Meaning that he nor anybody who is able to perform therapies to keep a person healthy. It's a place for a person to wash himself. Meaning there has to be a bathhouse. In other words, in our modern day, of course, we find that these are things which home. Uh, but again, traditionally, there was a public bathhouse that was made available. And this was separate from the mikveh. In other words, where a person went for spiritual purification. But this is where a person went for physical cleanliness. A restroom. Omai Matsuim, and of course water which is found uh, in plenty, Kagon Nahar Omayan, such as a river, such as a well, Obeta Knesset, of course a synagogue, where a person can therefore be part of a community and therefore be able to fulfill the various obligations that only come in a community. Etina quotes someone who is going to be able to teach the children. Ve Lavlar, a person who is uh, capable of writing. In other words, ahead and copy various texts and the various different uh, need to be able to personally have access to the Torah and the information contained within it, and also for the writing of contracts and various other things that a community needs. The Gabbait Tzedakah, a person who will be in charge of collecting the money that we all are obligated to, a 10% tithe of our, of our profits, to be able to go ahead and sustain those people who are having financial problems within the community. Obedin, and also that we have therefore 
but that we have a, a court system that should exist and be set up. Makim, Bechov Shim, and therefore also those people who will be able to enforce the various... Uh, now, of course, Amam is hopeful in the fact that it should only be that, in Halavai, it should be that every Jewish community act being uh, right, a Jewish court system, having, in other words, a killer government in place, maintain and uh, run that system of government. Uh, this is what carries and maintains the that there is against them. Now, certainly, given everything we've said, I think we can see very clearly uh, that health in general, uh, that medicine takes uh, within the big picture of Judaism, picture of our daily lives. Uh, the fact is, is that it's rare today to find someone who isn't taking some sort of pill, some, on some sort of food therapy, be it just general dieting, uh, or very specific therapies against their abilities, uh, or in terms of have. So this is something which is very applicable, very real, and is something we hope this general introduction, uh, which again, which was intended just to introduce the importance of the concept of health in halakha and medicine, requires you to think uh, not only, of course, uh, about uh, continuing to listen to classes, which God willing, which will be much more direct in terms of Jewish law topics, but also to inspire you to think about your health uh, and to think about being healthy, not just for the sake of uh, and being able to fit in, but rather to be something which is part of the true service of God. There's a concept that the Rambam brings down in various places, that a person should take every part of his life, and he gives us an example, sleeping, that when a person uses his sleep as a means, in other words, he has the intention that I'm going to sleep, I'm into sleep, in order so that that sleep should invigorate me to the service of God, that that sleep then becomes a service of God. And in fact, when we take and embrace every aspect of our needs, meaning we have physical needs, because Baal who created us with the need to perform, in other words, uh, various different things to keep and maintain our health, that we embrace those things and elevate them also to a service of God, meaning that we do them for the purpose of being able, as the Rambam said in the very first halakha, to gain a sense of health for our body and mind, so that we should know our Creator, so that we should be our, the servants that He asks of us. Every one of us, therefore, our parts can bring merit to the Jewish people. Amen.